Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here. For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. Debris! Justin, we have debris! Debris! Minute by minute. Another cow! Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. So you're telling me that Billy knows what a storm is thinking? Something like that. Gum? My Aunt Meg used to call him a human barometer. Well, he hasn't really told me about all this. You have to pee, you should do it now, because there's not very many places to stop once we get on the road. You're still in love with him, aren't you? please. Not that I blame you. I just hope this isn't some desperate attempt to keep him in your life. We're together. All right. Welcome back to Solid <laughs> F2. Wow, look at that. What a perfect spot to pause, although technically that's a minute 25. But man, what a look. Joe, that's right there. Also, look at the uh, the waitress. Yeah, the, the waitress. She's just is like one is of this my happening? favorite background characters. Is this happening right now? Like, I mean, really? Let's pull this. What? Oh, what an amazing face. Uh, twenty four oh two, technically. So yes, that's minute twenty five. We're here to talk about minute twenty four. So we'll talk about everything that leads up to that. Those faces. Because those faces are pretty pretty good right there. So welcome back to Solid F2 Podcasts. Uh, I'm Joey. Next to me, my wife, Kelly, talking about Twister minute by minute. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about that minute that we just listened to? I'm getting a little bit of a mullet vibe. A from mullet, Melissa? A mullet bo- vibe from Melissa, yeah. Mullet Melissa? Mullet Melissa. I mean, I feel like this is the first scene that I really thought that, but she's got like the... The business in the front party in the back a little bit, and and I'm not loving it. Well, th- this minute is it kind to her in any way because she comes off as I don't jealous or petty or scared. I don't know, like kind of a, a mixture of everything. Yeah, I think she's uh, reading into everything that's happening. I- I'm assuming she's getting all this from Joe, though, not really from. Bill, I think she's concerned that Joe, I mean, she says it, you're still in love with him. She calls her out 
which leads to the amazing um, muted exchange between the waitress and the two of them. I like how she's offering her what I believe is fruit stripe gum. Is it fruit stripe? Is it really? I don't. It's like a purple package. It looks like fruit stripe. You have to pee. You should do it now because there's not very many. She's also very, um, I don't know, she defensive. She's just like, he hasn't told me about any of this. Right. You're still in love with him, aren't you? And there's the bombshell. Yeah. And the, the look <laughs> from the waitress, she looks a little creepy, quite honestly. <laughs> She looked like someone that would be possessed in a in a scary. Oh spooky, yeah, like she should Hollywood be in movie. Supernatural or something. Yeah, that yeah. would be a good good role for her. Supernatural for sure. And uh, Melissa's, she's very well put together. I just I don't love the floopy outy hair thing on the bottom. Um, it's almost like they made her so perfectly put together now in a white suit with perfectly coiffed mullet hair. So that later in the movie, they could break her down a little bit. Mm. Um, also, this minute starts with Bill sniffing, sniffing the dirt. dirt. and Playing with the dirt, which we talked about last time. Right. Really, other than wind direction, I don't really know what he's getting out of that. But we're not going to rehash that again here. But I like this scene because I like to think see how many product placement like brand well, like that's things. pepsi in the background. Looks they like had, you have the sunflower seed. I forget what the brand name is. It David's? Those are the ruffle chips. Um, there were Quaker Oats. Oh, was there Quaker Oats too? Quaker Oats. Let's in see the, if I can pause it here. We can pull some of that out. Actually, you know what? I'm going to quick rewind it here to the 23 minute mark because did I get there? No, I'm not back far enough yet. Um, at 23 minutes, something popped up last time we were watching, um, this minute and, uh, we asked for people to send in. A screenshot of the moment we were talking about and of course your sister did exactly what we were asking we asked our listeners and our listener our listener right did the it. listener the listener she, did it she did what she, we wanted uh, and we're we're laying on the couch watching eureka the other night and i get a text from amy hey amy love you and uh, it was a screenshot of this part of the movie with the little t-rex tree in the little background circled and she, the she circled tree. it and between bill and the american flag I laughed and I loved it, and uh, thank you for being our listener, Amy. Yes, uh, didn't get it from Brent, so disappointed in in, in my in my best man. <laughs> to but be your fair, sister came through. To be fair, I'm pretty sure I instructed Amy oh, to, to do, do it. You have to do this. I'm right? pretty sure I I called her out and okay. said, "Amy, you have to do this." Well, here we are. We're about to enter the diner. Um, so what can we see? Uh, um, the, the Pepsi machine, which we see in the background. Sure. Um, we got that there for sure. There's some type of lollipops there. Um, yeah, what else what is I'm on the shelves? What I'm seeing here is um, there's Quaker Oats. Is that Huggies? That's what I <laughs> thought. That, I was like, is that a like, box Oh, yeah, I see the Quaker diapers. Oats. Yep. This is that uh, vegetable, like a giant can yeah. of, um, I don't remember the brand right now, but it's like. Goya? Is it Goya or something no, like that? No. But it's like a big giant can of corn or something. and. Um, I, I love those premium cups. These are saltines right here. Ah, uh, yes, you're right. I like the cups. It's very um, diner, you know, 80s, yep. 90s diner era. I think the only place I feel like I see these anymore is at the uh, um, the farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's mm -hmm. the only place that gets those style cups anymore. Yep. Um, we'll see what else we can find. Um, here's like this. Isn't this looks like sunflower seeds in the background behind Melissa? Uh, I would have said. Or do you think a that's the ruffles? ruffles? Do you think it's ruffles? I think these are definitely ruffles. Uh, these up here in the corner, yeah. There's a microwave and old tube TV. The weather's on. Is that weather up there? Yeah. Is that a weatherman up there? Yeah. And the. Uh, I just like love the disdain in her voice. He hasn't really told me about this. Right. Like. Do you, 
So do you think Bill hasn't told her about this because he didn't want her to be jealous of it? Um, do you think it, he didn't deem it important enough? Although it seemed like to be a significant portion of his life before moving on to be a broadcast meteorologist. I'd like to say that he just doesn't trust her enough with that personal past information. He moved into this relationship too quickly and he didn't, it hurt to think about Joe. And so he didn't, he didn't talk about it, but. So what do you think is going through Joe's head in this conversation for her to uh, want to pay for her drinks? Like what is she trying, what angle is she taking there? I think she's just trying to diffuse the situation. Yeah, be the bigger person and. I'm assuming she's upset that she, she believes she quote forgot to sign some of the paperwork, and she kind of blames it all on Joe for being in this situation. Yeah, but she doesn't just come out and say it. She just is. I mean, J- Melissa calls her out big time. Oh yeah, you're still in love with him. <laughs> and then she's like, "Not that I blame you," and it just it'll gross. Uh, although it was, I guess, a little telling that. Joe doesn't respond. She just kind of, you know, that hard swallow, like, shock that that just came out of her mouth. She doesn't get defensive about it. I don't know what would be the proper reaction there to calm Melissa's fears because I don't think she's going to accept anything that she does, which is maybe why she did the honorable thing and just was like, here, I'll pay for everything and I'm going to leave. Yeah, I mean, there's no... There's no good answer to an accusation right like that, you know, like you're either saying, you know, you're going to get defensive, which is not a good reaction, or you're in agreement, which is also not great. She did the only thing she could have done and just Yeah, I just walked I, away, but she did make that fantastic face. That's I, that's my favorite part of this and we're going to listen to it again. This entire minute is you know, we get the end of sniffing the dirt bill, transition into the diner with product placement, and then the amazing exchange between Melissa and Joe. And then, if you're watching, the waitress so waitress's reactions are just so, so good. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Gum? Officer Gum. Mm-hmm. My Aunt Maggie used to call him a human barometer. This is a little anecdote. Well, he hasn't really told me about all this. Defensiveness. If you have to pee, you should do it now, because there's not very many places to stop. Motherly advice. A dagger. You're still in love with him, aren't you? Awkward. I think she likes the drama. She tries to make drama where it doesn't need to be. Check, please. Not that I blame you. I just hope this isn't some desperate attempt to keep him alive. That not that I blame you um, is a little bit of he's mine now, not yours. How could you let him go? Um, I think she's just acknowledging that he's a great guy. I don't like that. I just hope this isn't some desperate attempt to keep him in your life. Like she manufactured a severe weather outbreak and somehow. Well, I think she's talking more to the divorce papers and that lingering her not fully signing them. And yeah, and I don't know. Stuff. She, Joe couldn't have predicted that. Maybe she's he a mastermind. Would, he would tag along and. Maybe she was conjuring a dry line. But um, no, other than the very beginning with the, uh, the dirt stuff, there isn't any meteorology talked about or shown 
here. No. Just uh, mostly the diner, the awkward diner scene uh-huh. um, between Joe, Melissa, and unnamed waitress. I wonder if she has a name, and I wonder if uh, she has gone on to do anything else uh, that we would recognize her. And I wonder if she's even listed on the IMDb page. Diner waitress. Yeah, diner waitress. Mister. They have some pretty great uh, waitressing uniforms there. Um, the yellow, mm-hmm. like smocks, tops, black blouse. I wonder if she's wearing saddle shoes because, as you know, I had to wear saddle shoes when I worked at a 50s diner. Well, I clicked on the wrong twister. I clicked on the 1989 version. Ugh, Joseph. Yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, at least I figured it out really quickly. Uh, let's see. Is there a mention of diner waitress? Diner, oh, waitress, Sharon Lynn Morrow. What else has she been in? Do Nothing. Tell. Literally the only thing she's Literally. ever been in. I wonder in. if that is a real diner and she is the actual waitress that works there. That's what I'm wondering. And uh, this is her. It does not have anything listed. It just says mini bio. Sharon Lynn Morrow is an actress known for Twister. Sharon Lynn is a very Oklahoma name. Yeah, that's, you're correct there. There's also mention of uh, who we already uh, saw and parted ways with the... Uh, um, diner mechanic Dan Kelpine. He has been in other stuff though, so it's not just a uh, mm. random actual mechanic at that that place. Okay. Um, he has been in not not since 2010, but he has been in a few other things, just in bit parts. I did see. I follow this uh, really fun account on Instagram, Twister Fanatics, and they I think recently, or maybe they're reposting. They did a kind of like a shooting location. Um, pictures from shooting locations for Twister. Uh, and unfortunately, I believe the diner is not even standing anymore. It was knocked down. It doesn't exist. Oh. I'm actually a little relieved because I just feel like it would be very sticky. Well, I feel like that's just like any any diner for the most part. Yeah, they're pretty sticky. I've been in almost all of the New Jersey diners that exist. Oh, are you proud of that? <laughs> I wanted to write a table book. In fact, uh, Darren and I had discussed that we should have taken photos of each one and the food that we got at each one and rated it and wrote, because we, we have literally been to every time. Many, many of them. Every single one. Some <laughs> were better, better than others. So. Do you have anything else to say about the awkward diner scene from Twister here in minute 24? Nope. I'm done. All right. Yeah. I think that's it for us. So um, that's it for solid F2 tonight. We'll be back again soon with minute 20. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. SolidF2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two,